the Mock Talk. I'm Lexi, and I'm here with Leah, Sarah, Macy. We are first going to talk about our initial thoughts of the book. Um, we all thought that the book wasn't super interesting in the very beginning because it had to do like the build-up. It's kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, right now we're learning about the characters and their backstories. It's still introducing all of the people and the settings and what the whole town is like yeah, and, and how like it works together. Learning about like the history of the town. Yes. And the multiple stories that have happened and about the Radleys and their story. Speaking of the Radleys, Boo Radley has been playing a huge part in the plot and basically the main story and we have a few thoughts about him. The whole town basically just gossips about the Radleys and about Boo Radley. They all spread rumors and nobody really knows if they're true or not because Boo Radley and his family kind of just stay um, in his house and doesn't really do much. Yeah, and there's also this big rumor going around where um, Boo Radley stabbed his like dad with scissors in his leg. But we all think that these rumors may not be true. We think that Boo might actually be a good person. It's just that their family is so mysterious that people like to start rumors about them. Yeah, and they're mysterious because they just stay inside the whole time. And they stay inside because they're foot-washed and Baptist. So that means they um, are not allowed to do anything. Anything that's pleasure is a sin. Yeah. Back to the events with Boo Radley. So we think he's actually a good person. Um, he gave a blanket to Scout whenever there was a fire at one of the neighbor houses. And that kind of shows how kind-hearted he is and how he thinks about other people and what they might be going through. He also doesn't want people to know that like he's being nice because Scout didn't even realize that she had a blanket on her until Atticus pointed it out. So they didn't actually see um, Boo Radley. Another reason we think the Radleys are a good family is the tree. And with the tree, Gem and Scout found a hole yeah. in, in a tree and um, Mr. Radley was leaving them some items like um, soap carvings. He left them like un unwrapped like gum wrappers and then he also left them like a box that was made of the like gum wrappers. And then, and then, oh, when they decided to leave him like a note to say something to him, he filled the hole with cement because the tree is dying. <laughs> that was just what um, the Mr. Radley said, but the tree isn't actually dying. The tree is dying. He just wanted to cover up. For it's definitely <laughs> no, dying. It's, no, no, it's not. It's dying. Actually, Leah, we think that the tree is not dying because the tree is definitely Atticus. dying. Because no, Atticus, said, Atticus said that it was yeah. a healthy tree. There were no brown spots on the tree. There were no brown leaves or no dead it was, limbs. It's growing. It, it was not dying. That was just an excuse. Yeah, and we Mr. think Radley, that Mr. No, Radley filled dying. the tree with cement because no, he did not. Dying. He didn't want to talk to Jem and Scout for much longer. It's dying. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, it's definitely dying. 
moving on from the tree, we're going to begin talking about Scout. So we, Scout is one of our favorite characters because she's really tough and she stands up to her annoying brother, Jem, and she is also just like a tomboy. Yes, she's, she's very tough. Yeah, and she wants to be like her brother, but she's also tough to him because he annoys her. <laughs> yeah, and also people always tell her that she needs to act more like a lady. But she does not like that at all. Yeah. And she gets into a lot of fights at school. She stopped uh, doing that more now, but she used to fight a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Atticus kind of got on her with that, mm -hmm. about the fighting. On the topic of Scout, Dill said that he was in love with her and wanted to marry her, even though he doesn't treat her kindly and it kind of treats her like property and always always discludes her from playing and just hanging out with other people. And while Leah is still trying to find evidence on how the tree is dying, uh, I'm going to talk about Jem. Okay, I'm going to talk about Jem for a little bit. Uh, Jem and Dill are best friends, and Jem is Scout's older brother. Mm -hmm. um, Jem is also very tough, like Scout, and Jem and Dill together kind of neglect Scout sometimes. Yeah, they're rude to her sometimes. Jem is also like a know-it-all. They yeah, leave her like, out um, when she wants to play, and they call her a girl. And she's offended most of the time. And when they call her girl, it's like said as an insult. Cause yeah, Scout kind of takes that as an insult. Yeah. All of this is happening in a small town of Macomb, <laughs> Alabama, where everything is kind of, they spread gossip a lot and they spread a lot of rumors about a ton of people and mm -hmm. it's basically a huge yeah everybody knows everybody yeah and they don't really treat everyone equally yeah except for, except for except finches. for the finches they yeah. believe that everybody and calparina calparina likes she calparina. got um scout intrap it is calparina she got Scout in trouble earlier in the book for calling Walter Cunningham. Like, she said he was, like, just Cunningham, and, like, Calparina got, like, not really mad guest. at her. Yeah. He, she said that any Cunningham Calparina. is not a guest in our but house. Calparina said that everyone is a guest when they come to our house, no matter how much money they have. Since we are talking about Walter Wally. and the Cunninghams, <laughs> uh, this book it takes place Wally. during the Great Depression. And the Dust Bowl. Yes. Yeah, so all the farmers are like super poor, which is what the Cunninghams are. So yeah, that's the Cunninghams why are Walter can't afford his lunch, lunch at school. And, and the teacher doesn't know that. The yeah. town kind of works off of that by trading services like... Scout's dad helps out the Cunninghams, and whenever he helps out, they give him food like potatoes, carrots, beets, and other Something kinds of yeah. crops for his services instead of actual money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Now we're going to talk about some of the central ideas in this book, like racial prejudice. Yes, so a big example that happens in the book is when the Finches treat California exactly the same as they treat everyone else. Yeah, because the Finches believe that everybody should be treated equally. And so does Calparina. She likes to um, she likes to treat everyone like they are the same and kind of breaks the barrier. Yeah, but the rest of the town does not do this. Kind of like how there was an incident with Boo and they had to take him to jail, but they didn't actually put him in jail because they didn't want him to be with all the colored people. And so they just put him in the basement of one of the buildings for a few days and then he was let go, even though he did a very terrible thing. Yeah, his mm -hmm. crime might have even been worse than what like the colored um, people were in there for, but they still wouldn't put him with those people. Yeah, they thought it was too much of a punishment to put him with the colored people. There are some other central ideas, like generals, that take place in this book. Mm -hmm. We've talked a little bit about generals, but the main part that we have been noticing is how a lot of the boys use girl as an, you're acting like a girl as an insult. And a lot of people are thinking about, you have to be ladylike and cook and clean and kind of be there for the men and help them and do their bidding. Kind yeah, of. almost like a servant, basically. Yeah, the men are supposed to be really tough. Um, I have yeah. a passage from the book. It says, I was not so sure, but Jem told me I was being a girl, that girls always imagine things, and that's why other people hated them so, and if I start behaving like one, I could just go off and find some to play with. So this is an example in the book. Yeah. Oh, it's on page 41. Yeah. <laughs> so another theme that is supposed to be in this book is the American dream. So we haven't seen this like as a really big theme in this book yet. Yeah, so why are we talking about it now? <laughs> well, we are talking about it because we have one that is going to take a big part in this book, but we are noticing that it has not showed up all that much yet. Now Leah's going to read a passage about socioeconomics on page 24 and 25. He ain't company, Cal. He's just a cunning ham. Hush your mouth. Don't matter who they are. Anybody sets foot in this house, your company. And you don't let me catch you remarking on their ways like you were so high and mighty. You folks might be better than the coming hands, but it don't count for nothing the way you disgrace me now. If you can't act fit to eat at the table, you can just sit here and eat in the kitchen. The Finches in Calpurnia believe in treating everybody equally. But the, but the town thinks otherwise. All the people spread rumors about how a lot of people are out of jobs or they don't have a lot of money and how that, oh, they're a Cunningham. They don't have a lot of money. You shouldn't be giving them money because you know you shouldn't, they won't be able to pay it back. Yeah, but Atticus defends all people. Yeah. No matter their race, whether they're poor or not. And Calparina is very equal to every single person. Yeah, she tries um, She tries to show Scout that she should treat everyone the same. 
Yeah. No matter how much money they have. And it's Calpurnia. It's Calpurnia. Thanks for listening. See you next time on The Mock Talk.